0: Hello and welcome to the latest Tebby podcast brought to you by the Evidence-Based Investor in conjunction with Regius Media, connecting advisors with clients. I'm Robin Powell and, lucky for some, this is episode 13. My guest this week is Martijn Rosemuller, Managing Director of Think ETS based in the Netherlands. Martijn, thanks for joining us. You have a fascinating background. Briefly, tell our listeners about that.
1: Well, I'm a um, former uh, options trader. I used to work for a company called Optiver, and I did uh, arbitrage trading. Um, in that way, I learned a lot about financial markets, about financial products, and also how to dissect them yeah, to really see what's underneath the hood. If, uh, as a private investor, I would buy uh, certain investment products, I would be very
0: uh, keen to know how they worked. It's interesting, Martin that... Many of the most eloquent advocates of evidence-based investing are those, like you, who've experienced active trading at first hand. What did you learn from that experience?
1: Um, well, quite a bit, actually. I've, um, well, before I went into the trading uh, business, I, when I was in university, I, I was part of a, uh, let's say, an investment committee as <coughs> um, sort of a hobby. So I've I've been investing and trading quite a bit. And when I um, worked as a trader on the options exchange, one of the things I learned is, um, well, I was responsible for making markets in uh, Ahold. Ahold is uh, one of the uh, big uh, Dutch uh, wholesalers, uh, grocery shops. Um, And in my opinion, I knew everything there was to know about Ahold. So I had a personal uh, portfolio which also consisted of maybe even 20% AHOLD stock, because I knew everything about AHOLD. And when AHOLD came into trouble in 2003, uh, because they had a sort of a scandal in, in uh, the US, uh, in the uni- United States, and <coughs> there was something wrong uh, with their uh, bookkeeping, I was as surprised as everybody else. So basically, at that moment, I learned that you cannot know everything about a company, and even though you think you do, you're always uh, well, uh, there's always something you you do not know. So basically for me, that was a sort of an eye-opener. And as an investor, not as a trader, but as an investor, I learned diversify. That's the only thing you can do. Never assume you know everything there is to know.
0: So your career took a different turn. How did think ETFs come about?
1: When I found out that I was unable to pick the right shares or pick the right stock, um, I was immediately drawn to ETFs. now in 2003 when my Ahol mishap uh, happened, um, ETFs were relatively new uh, in Europe uh, and there were a couple of um, issuers uh, active so I started using those ETFs let's say an ETF on the euro stocks 50 or even uh, the Dutch local index Ax. and what I found out was that if I invested through the ETF I was much better diversified, so my risks were less. Um, I also (coughs) knew that uh, beating the market was not possible, so using an actively managed mutual fund, to me, was not an option, also because they were much more expensive. But there was still one thing uh, that was wrong with the ETF, in my opinion, and that was that I was not able to reclaim my dividend tax if I used the ETFs. Um, So I started thinking about a solution, and uh, when I finally found out what um, what the problem was and, and how I could solve it, that was actually uh, th- the second thought was, okay, so now I've figured out how to solve this. Hmm, maybe I should make this into a company. So the journey was not that I thought about, hey, maybe I want to start a company and mm, let's think of a way to do that. <coughs> I had a problem, I solved the problem and I thought, oh. Well, this could also be a good idea for a company so this is basically uh why i founded think Um, it's also where the name uh comes from Um, because i thought i need to make people think about their investments why they are using either expensive actual uh, actively managed mutual funds or less expensive but inefficient uh, etfs that sort of make it impossible for them to reclaim the dividend tax
0: You're a strong believer then in ETFs and also in equal weighting. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, well, when I uh, found it, uh, think our first ETFs were relatively simple. Let's say the local indices, we had some uh, mixed asset ETFs, which at that point were quite revolutionary. Um, uh, But uh, that was basically it. And then about after two years, we needed to expand uh, the range of products and um we got in touch with a index uh company that um we wanted to use to create a new global uh, equity product now we looked at all the let's say normal indices uh so there are there are a number of them uh world is probably the best known um (coughs) so this index uh company they um asked us a question and they said well listen um do you really want to go with let's say the norm or do you want to know what the other alternatives are? And uh, obviously we were curious uh, to find out what the other alternatives were. And what we did is um, actually they they gave us some some research and they said, well, go read this first, see what you find, and then uh, get back to us. Now one of the things they gave us was research on equal weight indexing. And equal weight indexing uh, immediately appealed to us Uh, for at least two reasons. The first reason is that if you think about uh, active passive and you realize that uh, people choose passive because of the evidence there is that actively seeking out the best stocks doesn't work, then it's actually quite peculiar that in a market cap-based index, you do allocate more money to bigger stock, as if you assume that there is a better return there otherwise why would you allocate more money so <coughs> I thought well maybe equal weight is the ultimate way to invest passively um, and there was another reason being a former trader I was very aware of the fact that if the bigger uh, indices do a re-weighting all the traders have a field day they are eagerly looking at which of the stocks go out the index which go in and in the bigger indices those movements are massive and they have impact.
0: So in your opinion, why don't the likes of Vanguard and Dimensional, for example, offer equal weight funds?
1: Probably because something I noticed over the last couple of years, it's really hard to sell equal weight because it's different. And people tend to be, uh, well, they tend to stick to what's normal. Uh, it's, it's more difficult to sell something that's different than to sell something people already know. So, yeah, well, most of the financial institutions, they have a uh, internal benchmark, which is market cap weight. Um, if they were to sell equal weight products or uh, other smart beta type of uh, indices, they would have more to explain if the outcome is different from what their internal benchmark
0: dictates. And on that note, we're going to take a short break. Here's a message from our sponsor, Regis Media. The Basics of Investing gives your clients and prospects the lowdown on the terms they need to understand to have a better investing experience and achieve their life goals. The presentation is simple, clear and easy to follow. As with the other animated series, The Basics of Investing is available for any firm to buy, complete with their own branding. It's a 12 part series, but you can buy it in sets of three to spread the cost. Find out more by visiting regismedia.com. Welcome back to the Tebby podcast from the evidence-based investor. I've been talking to Martijn Rosemuller, managing director of the Dutch firm Think ETFs. Before the break, Martijn, you were telling us about your preference for equal weighting. Something else you feel strongly about is securities lending. What are your views on that?
1: This is a bit odd coming from a former trader uh, because securities lending is, is, is quite um, elementary uh for uh the trading community if you are a trader you basically need to be able to to lend securities in order to create a short position Um, however from an investor's point of view securities lending is is quite strange because as an investor you believe that the securities you own will um will will uh uh, decrease uh, increase in value otherwise you wouldn't own them um so why would you Facilitate somebody to bet against you. It's it's it makes no sense. And then the usual uh, answer is, well, uh, you get a reward, the securities lending fee. Uh, that's your reward for facilitating somebody to bet against you. In my mind, it's it's even if that reward uh, would actually compensate for for the downside, um, it's still not a good way to do it because in most cases the end investor gets only part of the reward. Uh, the financial institutions that offer the products usually take some of the re- rewards uh, as well and there's also uh, a reward that it's that that's being kept by the guy who well borrows the securities in the first place so to me it's it's not a fair trade
0: people know all about the move away from active management in the US and to a lesser extent the UK But when it comes to continental Europe, the Netherlands is actually leading the way on transparency and evidence-based investing. Fill us in.
1: In Holland, we are uh, seeing signs of a sort of positive change. Uh, When I started in 2008, um, it was still very, very much, uh, well, actively managed funds and transparency was low. Uh, There were still kickbacks being paid by the actively managed funds in order to, well, Get distribution uh, at, at at banks and brokers. Over the last couple of years, uh, these kickbacks or retrocessions have been banned, um, similar to uh, what's happened in the UK. Um, that helped. Also, regulators are um, looking closer at uh, well transparency from both structural perspective as a cost perspective I believe under uh, MiFID two um, well that will improve uh, even further because also the uh, banks and brokers uh, need to be really transparent about all the cost in not only their part of the cycle but also uh, the the the, the other parts that they use let's say the components they use Um, (coughs) so I think uh, the next 12 to 18 months will change uh, for the better in Holland. Uh, uh, transparency, especially on cost, and um, I think that will also uh, lead to more um, well evidence-based investing. People will uh, become more aware of um, that these more more expensive products do not uh, add the value that they think they add actually as a matter of fact they take away value Uh, because it's not only the cost of managing uh, the fund that takes away uh, revenue it's also the unnecessary actions because it's not only that picking the right stock doesn't work market timing also doesn't work trying to go in and out of the market uh, is something that you can promise your client and it sounds really interesting and it might even be an argument why you are more expensive than somebody else but in the end if you do not create value by doing so but actually destroy value then you have no business case and i believe that all the changes that are now being put in place will make it more uh visible to the end client what is actually going on and instead of making (coughs) financial products and financial services more complicated and more expensive you should make them more uh, more more simple and 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 less expensive and that way that's basically the only way you can create create value for your clients
0: hear here to that martin thank you very much that was martin rosemuller from think etfs Thank you as well to our sponsor, Regis Media. If you're a financial advisor and you want to find out how Regis Media can help you attract, retain and educate your clients, visit the website regismedia.com. Finally, a request. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes or on SoundCloud. And if you really want to get into my good books, why not write a review on iTunes? It'll only take a few moments and you really will be helping us to educate the end investor. Until next time, from me, Robin Powell, and our producer, Kent Lau, goodbye.